hello, hello, beautiful people. Happy Monday. It's March 1st. Do you know what that means? It's Gambling Awareness Month. I am Bobby the Awesome, and welcome to 321 No Kitten. We are getting one close, one step closer to spring here in upstate New York. Thank goodness. I just came back from my coffee run, and it's a little rainy, but that's okay. I'll take it. It's not the S word. <laughs> All right. Let's learn some stuff today. What do you think? When you see from the inspirational calendar, sorry, when you see your worth, you'll find it harder to stay around people who don't. Oh my God. So <laughs> this is, this is so freaking true. And I think just because I went through a dose of it last night, uh, that I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it. I have been trying to maintain a friendship that it is or was important to me, but also because in my recovery, I just don't want to be mean or hateful or any of those things. Now, I don't know if I use that as an excuse and a reason to stay involved. And it's been it's been a slippery slope the last few months of navigating this relationship, but more good than bad. And sure enough, last night, the old habits, the old shit started. And the reason it pertains to my worth and and not staying around people who don't value it is I go to bed pretty early on purpose because I like being up early in the morning. And you know that it throws me all off when I'm not. And this person just thinks that it's appropriate to be texting till almost three in the morning. And my counselor just reminded me about boundaries. And that's a whole other topic. But what's important is I have a very, very immense, crazy schedule this week of a whole bunch of things that I need to get done. And losing that sleep meant that they didn't think like that sleep was really important to me and I needed it. Yes, I'll own the part that I should have ducked out even if I was rude. Um, I tend to just don't have that ability, especially with this person. But obviously they don't see my worth if they don't think that me getting sleep is valuable to me. So I need to work on that a little better. And and I will probably be decreasing <laughs> the conversations or the interaction with this person because obviously they don't respect my time or my feelings enough to help me navigate them in a way that's positive for my life and it's not their responsibility it's mine so I'll get past that okay that's that's my ramble on that but make sure that you're surrounding people surrounding yourself around people who value you that's the moral of the story okay out of our Body, Mind, Spirit book today, Mary Summer says, as we are enveloped with hurt, so are we also nourished with the energy of new growth. In the writings of St. John of the Cross, the dark night is the time of disorientation and confusion, but it is also a time of deep healing. Though we struggle in darkness, it is the time that our higher power is working the hardest to guide us through to renewed health and wholeness. And it is... It has been proven time and time again that new possibilities are on the horizon 
even as we plow through times of darkest despair and deepest sadness. Looking out inward and through our pain, we glimpse that new light of hope. A willingness to believe that there is light at the end of the tunnel can make even our most difficult days bearable and filled with growth. Before they can soar, our spirits must take the small steps so necessary for change. The glimpses of hope we occasionally see are those small steps. Today, give me hope. Let me feel all my feelings in each step I take. Okay, so I had a couple examples of this bounce into my head. The first one was the breakup when I was totally oblivious to the fact that any good could really come out of it on the other side, that there was that light of hope, that there was some lessons to be learned, that I was going to be growing. That's the first one. The second one would be all the, the death and the craziness last year that was dark, obviously, and overwhelming. And again, more growth. I took, I took the opportunity, again, not probably intentional, so maybe this is higher power stuff, but I took those situations and really tried to work through my recovery, whether it was from calling the counselor or podcasting to you guys or just navigating the, the feelings and feeling the feelings and not running to hide behind them with a bet or with a drink. And then the last one that pops into my head is after going through those first two is when that coach really kind of screwed us over and went from being a so-called friend to really being a dick. I mean, that's essentially what he was. And not that I'm like into name calling and I'll take it as a lesson for growth. And even in the moments of it, I literally said, okay, we're learning something from this. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I hurt my feelings. Yeah, he's not a good guy. Yeah, this is messing with us. And we all knew that we would come out better on the other side of it. I wouldn't have that philosophy if I didn't go through the other pains and if I wasn't being so self-aware of my feelings and how I handle these situations. Like I, I needed to... I needed to get past it. I needed to work through it. And I knew, I've shared this with you before, the concept of, I feel like I've already experienced my worst of the worst and nothing could be worse than those worsts. Wow, that's a mouthful. And that anything else is manageable. And anything else that is given to me is so that I can learn. Whether I want to learn or not, it's just the way it goes. And that's why I'm so <laughs> dedicated to reflection. That's what works for me is going back and seeing, you know, what was this like before? What was it like when I was going through it? And what did I learn from it? And that helps me for the next experience. I don't want any of us living in the past. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that it's, it's like in business. So in business, there will be, well, in the world I came from, every month there was inventory. And inventory was the report card that told you, oh, excuse me, that told you how your performance was. 
And if it was great, chances were you didn't dig too much. But if it was bad, you'd start going back and looking for all the, they called them opportunity areas, but you'd start digging. Well, what did we do wrong? How did this look compared to the prior year? Um, Are there mistakes? And you'd look backwards. But the point of looking backwards in that situation was to apply what you learned going forward. And I think that that's the story of life. And that's what this reading is about is paying attention and just knowing there's such beauty and such a gift in the pain if you can make it about overall healing, moving forward, learning, applying it to life so that you have a more fulfilled or happy life so that you can handle the people that either are difficult in your life now or maybe people you haven't even encountered yet. I remember, where was I? Well, I was in, I was in treatment and the counselor, the counselor would say to me, cause I was like, I, I was frustrated. I thought that there was double standards and you know, some people could get away with hiding out in their room. Other people could get away with falling asleep in their meeting. But for some of us, we were held to a different level and it was frustrating. And, you know, we're sharing common space. It's the first time I've ever had to like live with people, that many people, and have no control over it. And one of the counselors said to me, well, this is to prepare you. Like in the real world, there's going to be these difficult people too. So embrace it and learn from it. And then when I got out, they were right. There are more difficult people and people that maybe I don't necessarily want to be hanging out with per se or but I have to deal with. And it was good preparation because that thought went through my head. And if that counselor never said that, I don't know that I would have had that perspective. So again, looking backwards, taking the lesson I learned and going forward with it. And I imagine that every person out there has had some situation you're not going to have had my situation and experience but I hope that between those three or four examples you can find one that strikes a chord with you where there has been a learning and that again we go back to gratitude right can we be appreciative of that and know that we learned it and we grew and we're progressing because that's just part of the plan and that's what's going to help us live our best life our happiest life so that was a good one today I am going to get off here and uh, start hopefully kicking butt. Hopefully I can work like double time to make up for what I lost this morning. But it's gone and there's a lesson in that. Next time I just be rude and I don't respond back. I just say I'm going to bed. Good night. Um, and try not to feel guilty. That was a problem. I knew I needed to say good night, but I, I felt guilty when I stopped communicating because it was like unfinished business. But that's something I have to learn from and grow from and do better next time. See, every day, every day there's a lesson. All right, beautiful people. I hope that your week starts off wonderful. I hope that every day starts off wonderful, really. But it's Monday, so let's celebrate the fact that it's a new week. And I'm going to celebrate the fact that next Monday I won't even be in this cold state. So, love you. Have a great week. Talk to you soon. And you're well understood.